0: You're tuned to Pigeon Radio Australia, here from the studios of Pigeon Media in Melbourne, Australia, hosted by Ivan Fonte. Tune in worldwide via our website at www.pigeonmedia.com.au. Nijin Racing Victoria Incorporated special announcement. Due to the COVID-19 restrictions in 2020, the race is postponed to 2022.
1: Now the race is on and here comes Pride right of the
0: Backstreet. The Victoria Cup 2022. Purchase special rings at $100 each. For every 10 rings purchased, receive one ring for free. Presented and conducted by Pigeon Racing Victoria Incorporated. First prize is $100,000 guaranteed. Australia's biggest pigeon race from Cobar in New South Wales. For more information, visit the website at www.pigeonracingvictoria.com That's www.pigeonracingvictoria.com Or telephone Taz Gazis on 0419 That's 0419 and here
2: comes pride at the Heart are going to the inside, my tears are holding back, and are trying not to fall,
3: my heart's out of the running, the true love scratch for hood and the race is on and it looks like heartache, and the
2: winner is all.
5: Your one-stop produce and farming supplies. Tarameed. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramid stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484-340.
6: Southern FM sponsor. Do you want to keep your birds flying high?
7: Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements, plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan. Broad Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
8: Southern FM Sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035 998 1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
6: Your voice in the community. 88.3 Southern FM.
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia, the only devoted pigeon radio show in the world. Hosted and presented by Ivan Fonke.
8: Introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia presenter and executive producer of the show, Ivan Fonte.
0: Hello, good morning and welcome to another edition of Pigeon Radio Australia brought to you here On our great community radio station in Melbourne, Australia, 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And we've got an exciting show for you today. We have an update from the Western Pigeon Federation to see where they're at with racing during these silly lockdowns. And also we have the Meadow One Loft Race Report. They had a race from Robinvale on the weekend. And we have the winner of that race, Danny Ogilvie, coming on board. And also Stephen Gazzola, the manager. Don Breen coming on from Western Australia. And we've also got some people from... Queensland, Patrick Ketchell coming on from Queensland. On also, we have Ken Jorgensen, who is the second place in the Breeders' Plate in Queensland because Queensland's racing. So we're going to hear from Queensland. So stay tuned to this show. Pigeon Radio Australia, on with the show. So, stop the pigeon, stop the
2: pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon now. Lemon, lemon, lemon
0: bread. Stop that pigeon now. Yeah! And the bananas are on special this week.
8: I think in B1, I think I am B2. It's music. Tony McPherson and Tony Barbara. B1 and B2, our Pigeon Radio Australia Bananas in Pyjamas.
0: And it's hello
9: to my good
0: mate, Tony
9: Barbara. Hello, Tony. Hello, Ivan. Good day to you. Good day to B1. Good day to Pink Panther and
10: good day to everybody around the web.
0: Yes, that's for sure. How are you, Tony? How are you going? How are you coping?
10: And anyway, uh, we got no choice anyway, so we are got to cope with this bloody lockdown anyway.
0: <laughs> all right, that, is that, that's when people are crazy. Are you all right, though? Are you all right? You're, you're all right. Uh, not enough very good to go stay, though, <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> no, locked up. No,
0: and it's a very good. House. No, it's no good. And it's a very good morning to Mr. Tony McPherson.
10: Uh, g'day, Ivan, and g'day B two, and I'm <laughs> uh, Pink Panther. Anyway, uh, I'm sure we're going to have a great show. Yeah, we will. And
0: we've got to introduce this Pink Panther. That's I don't know. He's tapping me on the shoulder here. At, oh, here he comes.
8: And now, introducing our Pigeon Radio Australia's Know It All spy correspondent, Charlie Gretch.
0: And uh, Melton calling Wallen. Come in, Wallen. Yeah, coming
11: in loud and strong, over and out.
0: <laughs> yes, how are
11: you going, Mr. Gretsch? Yeah, still in recovery mode, still going okay, mm. still surviving. Mm. Well, let's get straight
0: into the show, mate, and we have on the line the Secretary and Media Spokesperson for the Western Pigeon Federation, which is Mr. Michael Portelli. Hello, Michael, how are you, and welcome to Pigeon Radio once again, mate.
12: Thanks, Ivan. Yeah, I'm good, mate, as good as can be, like the rest of the guys, I suppose, sweating on uh, doing what we'd like to be doing, but unfortunately uh, things aren't panning out the way we want
0: them to. No. Now, you want to give us an update on the WPF? We're not going to go here for hours and hours, but just an update on what the WPF are up to and uh, what's your plan? What's your further plans after all the announcements?
12: Uh, I didn't quite hear Ivan, but uh, I got told that uh, I guess they're going to lock us down a little bit longer. Um, as far as plans go, mate, it's very difficult to make plans of any sort with the way they're doing things, sort of locking us up one week at a time. Um, all I can really sort of say on behalf of the board, mate, is that um, when the opportunity arises, if we've still got some reasonable time to play with, we will obviously try and run something for the members uh, one way or another, I think, and um, a bit difficult, like I say, without any real clarity as to exactly when we'll be opening, it's, it's very very hard to plan anything, Ivan. So at this stage, unfortunately, we just have to um, sit back a little bit and um, take it week by week. As soon as uh, he sort of men- indicates that you know there may be a chance of, of doing something, we will try and um, we'll try and run some sort of a little series of some sort. I don't look, I really can't see us getting much opportunity to go. You know, too far. Obviously, the birds aren't going to be able to just sort of go out and start racing from hundreds of miles away. They they would have to be, you know, properly prepared again, and you know, would have to sort of um, relook at where we start from and 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 how we how we attack the season with what time we have left, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that we should just for the members' sake of and then their peace of mind and their mental state, even just have like half a dozen races or something, you know, short distance or something. Yeah,
12: if look, well, I, I would say we would try and attempt something, Ivan. Like I say, it's um, like I say, it's just hard, unfortunately, because. There is no real clarity as to, you know, when we'll be opening it. It could continue to just go week by week by week. Um, I mean, as you know, things haven't really improved with numbers, so the chances of being open in the next week or two is uh, pretty much zero, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, unfortunately we just have to play it by ear, mate, and um, all we can do as, as pigeon flies is um, maintain, keep maintaining the birds the best we can and, uh, if we manage to race the series, those who, who would like to participate, um, I'm sure we'll do our best to try and give them something.
0: Yeah, that'd be good, mate. All right, Charlie Gretz, you've got some questions there for Michael, mate. Mr.
11: Michael, me old mate, how you going? Good, Charlie, how are you, bud? Long time no see, mate. Long time no see. Isn't that I'm a good start, thing? I'm, I'm starting to miss you.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
11: yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know, the first thing I'm going to do, mate, since lockdown's open, I'll be straight over.
12: You can come anytime you like, mate. You're more than I know
11: that. I know that. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, there's not much really we can sort of do and say with what's going on. So, um, you know, uh, I think uh, the guys, like I said last week, people with the pigeons are lucky they've got them. Keep doing what you know, what you're doing. Train, 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 and um, hopefully we will get some kind of a start somewhere along the line. And um, if something's better than nothing at the end of it.
12: Yeah, look, um, like I say, Charlie, it is. It is. It's hard to really plan anything. Look, I guess everybody's in the same boat. Um, we'd all like to do something. We'd all love to have pigeons coming home. You know, coming back. Let, let them go somewhere and coming back to the backyard. But unfortunately, it's just the way it goes. So, um, yeah, look, we just have to enjoy what we can while we can. And uh, like I say, if the opportunity arises that we we can. You know maybe get a few races in somewhere along the line. Uh, we'' we'll, we'll, we'll most likely uh, attempt that. The only sort of trouble is then as well like keeping pigeons switched on. I mean, you know I can only go by what's happening in my own backyard like you know just birds wanting to start moulting, you know like they're dropping flights because we're not doing a hell of a lot with them. Um, you know so keep it keeping them in in the state you'd like them to be kept in for racing isn't that easy uh, also. Um, and I know a lot of guys are sorta of probably itching to you know, some guys will be itching to breed again, some guys will probably be happy to just keep what they've got for now and and sort of go with next year with that, but uh, yeah, each individual I suppose will look at, you know, what way they want to tackle that part of the that part of the process.
11: Yeah. Ah no, very true. All we can do is wait.
12: That's all we can do, mate, unfortunately. Yeah. Unless you can come up with a miracle cure for COVID. That can uh, get, everybody, get, get everybody fixed in a week. I think we're... Uh, Char- Charlie's the man. We're I mean,
11: not that good, eh?
12: Oh, well, you never know. You never know. You never know. You could become a very rich man very quickly if you can come up with something, mate. You're, you're,
0: oh, the, the, you're the pink panther. You can come up with anything.
12: Okay. Bye, bye. Put it this way, Ivan will give you a big sloppy kiss for sure if you can get something going for us because he's oh, dying to yeah.
0: race. <laughs> oh, yeah. as, as I said to you today on the phone, Michael. You know, you sit there in your backyard looking at your birds in good health, and 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 you've got them well and everything, and you just can't do anything with them. It's just ugh. yeah. Look,
12: um, I mean, yeah. Look at it. You're right, Ivan. It's um like I say. Well, I suppose we're all in the same boat. You know, they look a million bucks when you can't do much with them. Um, I find myself sitting in the in the pigeon loft with them, looking at them and talking to them. Now, just keep yourself occupied. Yeah,
0: I do the same so. thing. <laughs>
12: yeah, I'd hate I'd hate for someone for someone to be filming it because uh, they could definitely use it as to look what's happening to people because of COVID. They're going crazy. They're talking to themselves and birds.
0: Yes. Yeah. Exactly right. So. Yeah, exactly right. I'm um, Tony McPherson. Yeah. Good day, Michael. How are
10: you going there, buddy? It's uh,
12: good, Tony. Yourself?
10: Yeah, not bad. Not bad. I, I get a bit frustrated, uh, just uh, uh, like everyone, um, not being able to uh, uh, toss our birds and things like that. Um,
12: like for me, like I said last time, I, I, I really enjoy flying for averages and. Um, Unfortunately, it'll be a and, short average
13: this year.
12: <laughs> well, yeah, that's the thing. Even if it can't, even if you've got t- another 10 races, is in the fact that, you know, everybody, some people are at different levels to others, that sort of takes a lot of the fairness away for it. For like, for argument's sake, like if I was able to get out and train me birds and do everything right, like, you know, do what I want to, and then you've got, you know, half the organization can't, it, it sort of makes it a little bit difficult to really sort of. You know, compare results when everybody's not on the same, you know, not on an even keel. So, for me, I'm sort of a little bit switched off in that yeah. respect. Well, so, I, I
10: would... I, yeah, look, I, I think the the big problem is at the moment, Michael, is um, you you've got a big a big race, um, a Buddhist plate. Um, the uh, the VHA have got a, a big a big race. Uh, the same sort of situation, uh, which you know, been held over. Um, you know, there's the Eureka Cup, all of these um, races for money and things like that. and um, We're going to have to revamp our thinking in what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and when we're going to do it. Um, I've just had a, a bit of a conversation with the, the president of my club, and uh, if we don't race this year, we probably have the Courtney Classic Um in March and April next year and have a, a, try and run a series and then run it then. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a, a, a real dilemma that we're, that we're in at the moment. Yeah. Look, and let's hope, let's hope we can have some racing. Yeah, look, I, I think it's – look,
12: it is going to be very difficult. Me personally, look, this is only a personal opinion. Don't take anything out of it as far as what will happen or what won't happen because this is just my opinion. Um, I think it's, you know, very unfair on the pigeons to, for argument's sake, if you were to, you know, if we were to get started, if we couldn't get started by, you know, the start of October, where you could get, you know, six or seven races into pigeons, I mean, how, how, how on earth can you expect pigeons to be, you know, wanting to fly, have to fly 350 miles, they've got... No prep, a lot of pigeons won't have any preparation whatsoever, or very little preparation, and then all of a sudden you're throwing them in the, at the deep end. So, you know, look, it's, so it's, no, it's really good.
10: You, you can't, can't do that. that. So, yeah. look, I, you know. yeah, last year the, the Greater Melbourne, I think they started their uh, series in November last year, and they had a good series of uh, seven or eight races, and um, yeah, it turned out quite well, but then um, Little, you know, uh, like I said in hindsight, Michael, I wished I had a, ran one of the Courtney Classics then. Yeah, yeah. Look, one of the over and done with—that's for sure. But yeah. anyway, uh, hindsight's a great, a, a great leveler. But um, anyway, yeah, we uh,
12: we don't have that unfortunately yet. So the other uh, thing that's the other thing that's difficult too, like you, you know, you've got. Uh, we've been holding on to our breeder's plate two-year-olds for two years now. So, you know, you've, you've you've had them one year, you've lost a few pigeons, you have them a second year, you've lost a couple of pigeons. And then it's a bit tough on guys, I think, to, you know, ask them to go into a third year, you know, where you lose pigeons again and then go into a breeder's plate with very small numbers, which won't help the race itself. Um, so I think you've really got to sit down and look at the fairest thing to do um, in that situation. You probably, you know, with the yearling our yearling breeders plate, we'd probably get away with, you know, running that as a two year old race next year. But I think, you know, expecting people to hang on the pigeons for three years and running a race, it might be, you know, to me I think it's a little bit difficult, a little bit hard on the flyers. So we would we would have to look at it, sit down and really have a good look at it and um, you know, look at what we what what we what we can do to make it and, and do the fairest thing by you know the members the pigeons and, and and everything so you also the race you really don't want the race to be a, a flop either because that's going to affect you know future racing so um people paid money for birds that you know to fly 350 miles so you know to chuck in a 200 mile brutus plate if you were to do something like that that's gonna that's gonna cause a lot of problems so i think you really just need to hold it as it is it is a brutus plate 350 miles and yeah. me personally, I think you just got to do the right thing by the the flies, the pigeons, um, and come up with a, the the fairest scenario you can. Yeah, well, and
10: that, that's what we're aiming at. Um, I know, you know, our federation and things like we're we're aiming to uh, have a race season up to hopefully, and I mean hopefully starting, you know, probably October, and uh, going through for ten weeks or before so, yeah. and hopefully. Get to uh, ran Mark? Um, yeah, but, but, you know we, th- that's that's in the lap of the gods and um, exactly. Right. You know, yeah, and unfortunately,
12: and unfortunately, unfortunately when pigeons haven't been worked either, like you know, we we yeah, yeah. we've had a train a, tra- a season training and everything, yeah. but when they're right. locked down for a period of time and then the warm weather comes, you know, you you soon see how how unfit pigeons can get, how quickly and an unfit pigeons can get. You know, having a fire in is any warmer weather, so
10: yeah, exactly. And that look, I must say, uh, the, you know, I think we had a couple of weeks preparation last year, and it worked out quite well. But I think we do need a, a couple of weeks uh, to to get them back up to fix, yeah. To get I, that, like,
12: oh, I have no Yeah, I have no doubt.
10: Yeah, had no yeah, doubt. And if we can start the end of, you know, the end near the end of September, give a couple of weeks in, and then. Kick it off in October. You got October, November, and maybe early December.
12: I, I, I didn't actually. Yeah, I actually didn't hear the news tonight. So uh, maybe you can you can enlighten me on on what sort of the lockdown,
6: what the lockdown. Yeah, well, I, at the I, moment, I haven't,
10: I haven't come up with anything as yet because um, you know they're, they're, they're still. Uh, I think that'll be on the um, like the 2nd of September, they will come out with yeah. more yeah. But at the moment. Let's put it this way, Michael. Um, we're not New South Wales.
12: And no, the, we're, definitely, we're definitely not New South Wales. My, my, my biggest worry is that uh, we've been locked down for some time now and we're still not going down, unfortunately. We're still going up, uh, creeping up slowly, but surely so.
10: Uh, the figures are going down, and, and the important thing there is that um, the numbers that... Are locked up is is that's the better thing. So there's not so many on the loose. But yeah. then again, we have protesters and everything else. So God, knows. yeah,
12: unfortunately, yeah. Look, it is all up in the air. So, but like I say, I'm, I'm sure, like all the other organisations, you know, uh, we 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 would all, you know, probably try to hold something if we get the opportunity. And yeah. I mean, last yeah, year. Sure. Last year we were a bit lucky where the weather sort of stayed cool right through to Christmas and that's why they could run a series, you know, a long series last year, like late in the the year. So um, at the same time, like um, I know some of the guys who held some of those series last year, Um, yes, they got through them, but they're, um, yeah, you know, your, your, your birds do... They don't do it easy either, in the, in the, in at that time of the year either. So oh, no, it's be time for the birds too.
10: Yeah, but, uh, look, we're, uh, uh, yes, we've all signed up with the Australian National Racing Board and the uh, the code of conduct and everything else, uh, which has gone into the government, and that's what we abide by, or we should yeah. be abiding by. And um, and uh, you know the uh, now we've got the uh, health regulations that we've got to abide by, which we've got five rules to. Um, which is uh, <laughs> go to the doctors, buy your, buy your lunch uh, go and do some exercise um, those sorts of things but uh, you've got a 5k radius to work in and don't go visiting anyone mm. and many of us, many of us are abiding by that and uh, not seeing our grandkids, not seeing our kids, not seeing our mothers, not seeing our fathers uh, and yes, it's, it's difficult but Yeah,
0: Yeah, you're right. It is difficult. Uh, Yeah, but anyway, Michael, have you got anything else you want to uh, fill us in on?
12: Um, No, look, that's about it, Ivan. Like I say, we try and keep – I'd like like our members to, you know, at least uh, keep their birds going if they really would like to do something towards the end of the year if we get the opportunity because obviously – you know, if you if you're not keeping staying on the birds, they're, they're definitely going to lose a lot of condition, and it'll be hard to get them going. But if we can keep them flying around a lot, and you know, do the best they can do, um, try try and um, also when we do get going, um, you know, we've our presidents working tirelessly behind the scenes, um, you know, trying to trying to get things organised and try to make things um, as practical as we can. Um, it's been a little bit disappointing. We haven't had total cooperation with some things, but look, I'm not going to get into that. No. Um, it would be nice if people would cooperate for us help help us cooperate, and uh, we'll get a series the best series we possibly can done if if possible.
0: All right, Michael. Thanks very much for being on the program once again, and uh, keep no us worries, keep guys. us informed of what the WPF are going to be doing.
12: Thank you. No worries, Ivan. Thanks. Uh, mate. Hopefully, we'll get something done.
0: Thanks, mate. See you later. Thanks, guys, have a good night. Right. Bye, mate. All right, uh, we're going to break for a song, and here's a, a song because I know a lot of the uh, pigeon people are keen fishermen as well. So, um, Slim Dusty, well the late, the late Slim Dusty has brought out a new album this week for Father's Day called "Gone Fishing," and here's a song. That Slim recorded years back because he is a keen fisherman himself. And it's called Where I'd Sooner Be. Slim Dusty on Pigeon Radio Australia. And we'll be back with the Meadow One Loft Race results. Stephen Gazzola and the winner, Danny Ogilvie.
1: He's Slim Dusty. Just sitting on a river bank on lazy days. River gums and wood ducks floating by. Where a man's at peace with the possum's play You can dream the peaceful hours away In solitude beneath the sunny skies But here I am in Sydney town on a hazy day Watching all the traffic passing by There's a million faces in the street A million people I should meet But I reckon I know where I would sooner be I'd sooner be on a boat somewhere Fishing in the sun With an old felt hat and a fishing rod Until the day is done Just floating down the river Then the bush a long way home too many miles through the dust and heat I wish I was at a barbecue beneath some old gum tree yeah I reckon I know where I would sooner be I'd sooner be on a boat somewhere fishing in the sun with an old felt hat and a fishing rod till the day is done just floating down the river in the sun. Well, an old a rod. till the day is done. just down the river and the bush me yeah, I
4: for all your pigeon requirements head to Thomastown produce and pet supplies we make our own range of pigeon carry baskets bird breeding cages and boxes we're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed and more. You'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439.
5: Southern FM sponsor. One stock produce and farming supplies. Tara Mead. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramud stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Toulon Vale. Open seven days a week. Telephone, Peter, on 0484 340 551. Southern FM
6: sponsor. Keep your pigeons healthy with Applied Nutrition Australia. Number one for all-in-one bird supplements. Tummy Right for Pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract. The Applied Nutrition range of products is made in Australia and sold factory direct to you. For top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au. Southern FM sponsor.
7: Do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need. A wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 409 416 794 or contact Pet StockTerelgan. Rod Stock Feed and Bird Supplies is a proud supporter of Pigeon Radio Australia.
8: Southern FM sponsor. Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor
14: What you hear on community radio is governed by the community broadcasting codes of practice. The codes of practice cover matters relating to program content that are of concern to the community, including local content, news, current affairs, Australian music content, programs for children and the responsibilities associated with broadcasting to the community. They also cover aspects such as community access and participation in the operation of this service. Copies of the codes are available from the Community Broadcasting Association website,
7: www.cbaa.org.au. Millions of us have chosen to arm ourselves against COVID 19. Who will you arm yourself for? My family,
3: my community, the people I care for, my mob,
15: my customers.
2: My country.
15: Book your vaccination today at australia.gov.au or call 1800 020 080. Authorised by the Australian Government, Canberra.
8: There's no doubt everyone is feeling impacted in some way by coronavirus. From work-life disruptions to financial stress, our days look very different. It's normal to be feeling a little overwhelmed or perhaps completely out of your depth. That's why Beyond Blue has developed the Coronavirus Mental Wellbeing Support Service. It's free and available 24-7. So if you're feeling unsure about how to cope, chat to one of our expert counsellors by calling 1800-512-348 or visit coronavirus.beyondblue.org.au
16: G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm, and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 pm. Catch you there.
0: You're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au. And you're listening to this great sporting racing pigeon radio program, Pigeon Radio Australia, and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. You can go to the Mr and Mrs Google machine and search for Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll come up the top of the page on Google. Also, our group on Facebook, The Racing Pigeon, is uh, just about cracked 50,000 members this week. So if you haven't joined it already, you've got 50,000 people to talk to about pigeon racing all around the world. Go and join the group, The Racing Pigeon. 50,000 members, and we're growing, still growing. I think we're going to have 100,000 by the end of the year, hopefully. Anyway... We have on the line some special guests from the Meadow One Loft race on the weekend and I'm going to let Charlie Gritch do the honours and introduce
11: our guests. Charlie, take it away. Okie dokie. First of all, I'd like to welcome the guy that's um, done a pretty good job in running the whole whole show and all the time that um, he spends and all the videos he's put up and keeping us up to date with what's going on. And that's Steve Gazzola. G'day, Steve. There you go, in, Good, mate. Good, good. So um, two down, one to go. <laughs> yes. Um, so, yeah. 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 So no, that's good. So um, what I'll do is um, I'll get I'll you, sure. to, to, um, you to to our next guest. Well, you know what you do, Charlie,
0: you get uh, Steve to read the results out and then introduce our, our winner, the winner of the race, actually.
11: Oh, oh there you go. <laughs> yep. All right. It's all been shared. There you go. Done.
14: All right, I'll just read out the top 10. So in 10th position was uh, R&T Edwards, 9th, Wing and a Prayer, 8th, Team... um, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that. It's a Filipinos-Australian Pigeon Racing Club, 7th, Wing and a Prayer, 6th, The Unsociables, 5th, Phil Gorman, 4th, Peter Hung, Third Springvale South, second Don Zing and Roy Zia, and first Danny Ogilvie.
0: And we uh, well have done, Dan- Danny. and Danny yeah, Ogilvy's yeah. on the line. Congratulations, Danny, on winning the Meadow One Loft race from Robinvale. Thanks very much. Yeah, tell us yeah, about well tell grown, us man. about the bird you bred, mate. What kind of pigeon was it? Uh, what bloodline, and uh, why did you enter that particular bloodline from your loft into this one loft race?
10: Um, well, the the cockbird was uh, um, um, the Scullin from um, Steve Beasley, and the mm. the hen was a, a Sherman from um. Uh, Jeff Stanley what happened was I, I got Cook on the pigeons I had to get rid of them and I got got a, I couldn't handle not having them so I got them back and what I did was I just paired put, picked the eyes out and put them together and paired them up and bred a race team and then I thought oh, I'll go on this race and I picked the best out of all the youngsters the 10 best youngsters I thought and put them in into the race and well it's showing up that the bird's pretty good so I managed
0: to get me a win yeah, fantastic. Stephen, you want to have a chat to uh Danny and congratulate him officially think, on the radio.
14: Well, I think at the moment that Pigeon's um also second ace pigeon at the moment, so it's been going pretty well. Mhm. So, um yeah, well done Danny. Um yep. congratulations. Um yeah. because um it's a quick trapper. <laughs> we, had, <laughs> we had seven on the Um, come together, but the feet did the running quicker, so... (laughs) Well, that's that's how
10: it counts, doesn't it?
14: Yep. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so well done. Thanks very much.
0: Now, Stephen, I want to ask you a question because I've had phone calls from different people asking me, how in the hell is Stephen doing this race with this lockdown? So can you please explain?
14: (laughs) Well, I'm a registered business Um, pay all of your taxes and GST and everything else. So um, I'm I'm going out twice a week. Um, Well, at the moment, now that the races are on, I'm going out on a Sunday and a Tuesday at the toss-in, and that's it. Um, And then I employ uh, Sam's Transport, Sam's Filiopolis, and they take the pigeons for me. So um, I'm employing a transport company that take the pigeons to the race point. So, um, okay, that's how I'm doing it.
0: Well, that's good that you've explained it now so people can stop ringing me and asking me how Stephen's (laughs) taking his birds to Robinvale. It explains it all.
14: I've been telling everyone that, no, I'm not driving them up. I'm waiting for them at home. And then they still ring me. I was a good release. How did they leave? And um, I wasn't there. So, um, yeah, yeah, I've employed... Um, Sam Spiliopoulos is doing a great job. He's doing all the work with the drone and taking all the uh, videos um, from the race point. So, yeah, I trust him, and yeah, I've got him doing everything up there.
9: Oh,
0: well, that's very good, excellent. We've got some that you've got somebody that you can rely on, Tony McPherson. Yeah. You want to ask a few questions? Hey, uh, yeah, yeah.
10: Well done, Danny. It's uh, we've been talking earlier in the year, and uh, you you know, wondering whether or not you're going to race pigeons and everything, and uh, this bird's been going along pretty well for you. Uh, Yes, it is. Along with the uh, Springvale boys. I'd say the Springvale boys would be the leader, would they, Steve?
14: Yeah, that's um, ace pigeon at the moment. I think that pigeon's been second and third.
10: Yes, it's been a pretty consistent pigeon but uh, Danny you've you've got the chocolates this week Yes, and you're one of the I think you better go down or get Steve to give the, uh, the legs on the bird a bit of an extra rub <laughs> 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 for, the, for, the, uh, for the last race um, uh, but look uh, I know that you've had some health issues you gave away the birds because of it and uh, um, there was a lot of generous people that made you race to, to, um, to come back into it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, and, you know, uh, I know last year you raced the, uh, the yeah. pf Series and you won one of the races there. We had you on the show for that one. Yeah. So, um, you know, you're not a slouch at winning feds and uh, you always breed a good pigeon. So, very well done, Danny. Thanks very much, Tony. Yep, yep. It's an excellent, excellent thing. Well done. Now, Steve yeah. up at Rock Bar, mate, she was cold. I was having a chat with my sister up there, and she said it was bloody cold up there. <laughs> so young, well, tell- young, Sam, young Sam would be doing a lot of cuddling. Well, when he got back, I um,
14: said, Was it cold up there? And he said, No, nah, not really. really? <laughs> but his girlfriend said it was absolutely freezing and she was trying exactly. to get out of the and he said, hey.
10: <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My sister said it was absolutely freezing up there. She said uh, when I rang her, I said, oh, we've got a race. There's a race from up there. I said, really? <laughs> she said, oh, God. Yeah. But anyway, look, it's been very well run. And very well done, Steve. So uh, keep up the good work. Yep, and uh, um, look, uh, you've, you know, you've done a really good job. You've got, you're have got going to have a you know, a, a, good, a good number of birds to go to the r- last race. Um, let's hope that we can come out of some sort of a lockdown. so That maybe, just maybe, we might be able to, as a group of people, maybe... Go down there and watch them. But I wouldn't hold my breath on that one. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, I think we'll have to do it. We'll have a rerun from, say, 10 10 k's away in in December or something, and we can all get down there and eat eat and drink all your piss and eat eat all your drugs, all right? Uh, yeah. So we can t- totally enjoy it. <laughs> yeah.
14: Well, that's like the the final race is scheduled for the 12th. Yeah. I uh, yeah. might push it back a week to see with this lockdown, see if I can get some people here. I'm not holding my breath. Um, but... Um, yeah, it's a bit disappointing
10: like, in that regard.
14: It doesn't look like the VHA... 110 race is going to go ahead, um, which is the extra race. So, yeah. depends on the returns. If I get 250 to 300 back on the main race, um, I'm going to put everyone that pigeons are back. Um, $100 entry. Yeah. Um, there's 300 pigeons, there's 30,000. Just take out the money i got to pay Sam to take the pigeons up again, and we race yeah. for 29,000 again. And maybe three weeks after, and something might open up, and we can have a day then. So, um,
10: oh, that, that, that sounds very good to me, uh, Steve. I'm looking forward to drinking some of your booze and having <laughs> some of your snacks, mate. And yeah. uh, Danny, yeah. I'm looking for shaking your hand, mate, because uh, <laughs> the last time you were here, we had a good old chat. Yes. And uh, I'm looking forward to catching up with you, mate. Uh, cool. And looking forward to catching up to a lot of people, actually. <laughs> but, uh, <clears> but <throat> yeah, that would be, that'd be a great setup, up Steve. Even Ivan might come down and sing a song. Yeah. Fantastic.
11: <laughs> <laughs> now, Danny, Danny, yep. can I just say something? Um, now, you're, you know you're, very, uh, you're a hot favourite for the Licks for the last race. Yes, so, um, I, hope, I hope you picked out a nice venue for us all to um, to get along and um, celebrate this one at least. And um, yeah, we be looking forward
9: to catching up.
10: Yeah, I, cool. I've put in, I've put in an Uber, an Uber. Um, you know to go
9: five k. Uber will go around you, down to your local and back again for you.
10: Yeah, that's okay. I'll put it on your name, mate. So, Danny, Danny Payne. Don't <laughs> worry, mate. There'll be there, there's 175 of us in the race, uh, or 174, so we can all do an Uber, and we can throw do a dollar in for the last race, <laughs> pay for the entry fee. <laughs> No worry, mate. No worry. Now, just it. quiet,
0: just quietly, fellas. You're saying that Danny Ogilvie's a favourite for the winner, but um, we've got a we've got a creeper there. We've got a couple of creepers from the Pigeon Radio Australia Syndicate doing some good things there in the background. Yeah, got a couple of our syndicates
10: going. Okay, we got the Charlie Greck Syndicate, which has um, got some sleepers in that, and uh, then uh, the uh, Pigeon Radio. Um, and I must say, Ivan, uh, you've got the the one that's uh, creeping along there, uh, and uh, and then we've got Mr. Harrison in there as well, the one that always wins, always wins the one mile races. Okay. No, well, I, I think, think I think Mr. Um, Harrison isn't there anymore. I think Mr.
0: Harrison think... went missing, did he? I think. I'm not no, sure. I think he might think, I think
14: think... have Radio's home. I think he was 24th. Yeah, radio yeah. was 24th. Funny, and ping, funny story with that pigeon. He oh, yeah. strayed about a month ago. It yeah, that's
13: did.
14: It was about <laughs> a week's journey trying to get him back again. Two weeks. <laughs> and getting back on track and um, tossing and everything. And now he's showed up for 24th, so he might go a bit better in the final. All right. Well,
10: Let's well, see what happens. We hope so, mate. We hope so. All uh, right.
17: Did yeah, the they come
10: to the top, Steve? Yep. Have you noticed yeah. in the loft the, the,
0: the bit of birds? Yep. Yeah. Now, when those birds come, come back, Steve, did they all come in one bunch? Was it like 30 or 40 birds in one bunch, or what happened? How did they come in?
14: Yeah. On Saturday, so, Saturday's group, there was seven that came straight out of the west. Um, and then there was a bit of a. Um, it was a couple of minutes between the first ones and then the next lot, but then I was getting groups of 20s and 30s coming out of the south. So they'd gone, I don't know if the northeast blew them right down and they've jumped the heads um, and come back up, but, yeah, the bulk of them were coming up from the south, which is a bit of a change from the first race where they are all coming out of the east mm. and flying out of the northwest. So mm, interesting. Just do some strange things. Yeah, interesting.
0: So, um, you've only got one more race to go. Is that right?
14: Yep, the final,
0: final race. And and what dates that on? So everybody can look. And you're going to have that streaming live on the internet again.
14: Yep. So at the moment, it's for the 12th, but I might push it back a few days. Um, if it looks like we can get people here and, um. It opens up, which I highly doubt it. I might push it back three or four days, but at the moment it's for the twelfth.
10: Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's, cool. Cool. That's, not, that's on the Saturday, so yeah, 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 yep, yep. But uh, yeah, the, it should be. Yeah, look, first prize in the last race, Steve, is what is worth fifty-seven thousand and fifty-seven and a half, is it, or something like that?
14: Are you putting in an extra
10: six? I don't know. But you tell me, I'm just saying, what's it worth? 51,500. Ah, uh, 51,500. Um, see, I get ones and sevens mixed up, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm a great the Antonio, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. uh, No, look, look, a great great prize, a great prize, and um, everyone should be uh, really happy with what's going on. And um, look, I'm sure everyone's looking forward to doing it again next year, Steve. Uh, And I know that you've had people already jumping on board. Well, I wasn't advertising it yet, and.
14: I started getting some deposits put in and then some more deposits and some more deposits and it got to about 100. I thought, I better start advertising this. So (laughs) You don't have to, mate. (laughs) I put it out there for a week and just shy of 400 already paid up deposits. Wow.
0: That's all right. Anyway, I'm, I'm looking at uh, running a Southern FM syndicate and getting some of these blokes at Southern FM, if you're listening, fellas, at Southern FM, getting some of these blokes at Southern FM that have got nothing to do with pigeon racing, involved in pigeon racing, three or one loft race, Stephen.
14: Well, have a look. The pigeon that's leading at the moment is a cricket club, nothing to do with pigeons. They've already won 7,500 in two races. Yes. And they got yeah. pace pigeon at the moment, so um, they're enjoying it. So, yeah. Um, no, no.
10: yeah. Uh, I could just imagine the cricket team down at uh, down at the uh, meadows loft. there's are uh, having a game of cricket out the back ball. Well, wow. uh, having, having a few beers, a snack, and a game of cricket. Oh mate, it would be just unbelievable. I'm
14: on the phone with hey? Andrew saying, keep this lockdown going till my race is done.
13: <laughs> <laughs> well,
10: I they can break a few windows and everything. You know, the <laughs> neighbours' windows, the whole shebang. It'd be, oh, mate, it, I can just see it now. Just if so you haven't got a football team in it, in it as well, you are going to have a game of footy and everything. There's or a, a swimming of- team, a swimming team. you got the pool. Yeah. <laughs>
14: 30 in that syndicate at the moment so wow,
10: <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm supporting it I reckon it's, it's good It's well been yeah. well done yeah, yeah. certainly has yeah. yeah, yeah. certainly been well done, no doubt about it yeah. well thanks. Yeah.
11: thanks again Steve for um, coming on and, and um, giving us an update and telling us what's going on and Danny again mate well done for um, winning the second one and good luck for the third one Thank you. Second because uh, we want to win this last one. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. You, you tell place. them, Charlie. Place.
11: But again, yeah. again, boys, thanks very much for coming on, and um, we'll definitely catch up with you um, on the 12th or just after. Thank
10: yeah. you. Yeah, all the best, boys. All the best. Yeah, boys, thanks for being you. on
0: Pigeon Radio, and congratulations once again, Danny, and good luck for the final race, mate. Thank you. No worries. Thanks, mate. See you later. All right, we're going to break for a song right now. And um, here's, here's a singer that I've discovered this week. And I quite like this guy. He's an Aussie guy. And his name, he's got a very simple name, Jeff Brown, his name is. And he's got some fantastic country music from Australia happening. So for the people listening to us overseas, and I know I've got a few people there in the United Kingdom and some people in Belgium listening to us and in Holland and... All around the place, India and America and everywhere else. Um, have a listen to this uh, Australian song from Jeff Brown, and it's called Contented and Free. Jeff Brown on Pigeon Radio Australia. We'll be back with more of Pigeon Radio Australia after this.
3: At a homestead away in the mountains, as a family sat round after tea cute little girl of eight summers Came and climbed up on her daddy's knee She told him of all that had happened In the small happy world of a child While her father'd been out on the muster In the mountains and gorges so wild She told of the ride on her pony Through the beautiful bushlands, oh free And she told of the pretty green parrots And the nest in the big bloodwood tree And daddy, I climbed up and saw them Two baby ones just the right age And the one thing I want now I've seen them Is a pretty young bird in a cage. It's a pretty young bird I would cherish. I would build it a perch and a swing. And I'd always make sure it was cared for. And I'd teach it to whistle and sing. Little one, I would get you the ocean. I would give you the moon or the sun. But this one thing you once said the Father Is the one thing that just can't be done Just as God made the mountains and valleys Pretty birds and the old kangaroo And all living things in creation That were put here for me and for you We must leave them as nature intended, the way that God meant it to be, and to not find their hearts out in prison, we must leave them contented and free. The wild stallion stood in the stockyard and he gazed at his old mountain home. Never more mountain grass would he nibble, never more with the mob would he roam. For a week he'd refused feed and water as he fretted and walked round the yard. For never in his years of living. So cruel and so hard As daylight broke over the valley And the sun chased the darkness away The father stood there by the stockyard On his face there was shock and dismay In the dust the small footprints he noticed And the big stockyard gate opened wide felt a small hand gently touch him And he heard a child's voice by his side Just as God made the mountains and valleys Pretty birds and the old kangaroo And all living things in creation That were put here for me and for you We must leave them as nature intended The way that God meant it to be And to not find their hearts out in prison We must leave them contented and free We must not find their hearts out in prison We must leave them contented and free
0: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia here on 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside and that was Jeff Brown with a, a lovely song from Jeff, contented and free. Right now we have to break for the Southern FM National Radio News and we'll be back after the Southern FM National Radio News to talk more pigeons and racing pigeons and the sport of pigeon racing here on Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
8: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia. Broadcast from Melbourne, Australia on 88.3 Southern FM The Sounds of the Bayside.
2: Stop the pigeon 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 stop the pigeon! how landing and ta and running stop that pigeon
0: And you're tuned to 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside, here on Pigeon Radio Australia you're listening to. Our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. The Southern FM website, go and check it out, is www.southernfm.com.au. Don't forget you can catch up with our podcast. We've got over 5,000, since November, over 5,000 downloads of our podcast all around the world, and we podcast via the Podbean network. So look us up on, uh, you can find us on any Podcasting platforms Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Apple Podcasts, Podbean Podcasts, uh, Heart Radio, we're on Heart Radio. Yeah, so look us up, Pigeon Radio Australia. Go to the Mr. and Mrs. Google machine and look up Pigeon Radio Australia. Also, Go and do yourself a favour if you're on Facebook and go and join a group called The Racing Pigeon because we're clocking over 50,000 members on that group. So go and join it because it's very exciting. All right, right now we've got some guests from uh, queensland and uh, first of all i'll uh, introduce uh, patrick Ketchell, who's one of our regulars here from queensland who has some results from the racing on the weekend because queensland is racing and he's got some results from the racing a breeders plate and he's also got a special guest on the line so i'll let him do all the honors patrick hello and welcome to pigeon radio australia once a year hi Ivan. how are you mate yeah i'm good how are you going Going
17: good, mate. Going good. Sorry. Yeah, no, we um, yeah, we're still racing up here. Um, yeah, crossed our fingers, and that when after lockdown we kept staying racing, so it's been good. So, um, but yeah, no, we we had our Brutus plate on the weekend on Saturday, and yeah, no, it was it was it was a good race. Um, birds were doing fourteen in the 1400s, so. Uh, little on the quicker side, but no, we we had a great day and it was good weather up here it was it was perfect sunny and it was beautiful weather so what what uh, was the temperature into, like up, what this, what's the
0: temperatures like up there now uh
17: today was about twenty nine degrees a um, little, little bit of northwest in the wind today um, yeah no, it was it's it starting to come into the better weather up here now so mm. Um, and how, do, how do the
0: it. pigeons like Because here we're in lockdown and we're thinking about racing when, when we get opened, even if it's in November or close to Christmas and that. And uh, people are saying, oh, you know, it gets too hot for the birds. <laughs> now, you guys race in Queensland. Well, I know, I've been to Queensland to play music. And when you get out of the plane in Queensland, it hits you in the face, the heat. Um, tell me how the birds cope with the heat up there.
17: Um, so, you know, when it comes into like, you know, in September and when it's a little bit warmer, you know, the birds definitely do feel it. Um, but the best thing, you know, you know, the best thing I do for my pigeons, you know, put my my, multivitamins and, you know, keep the good stuff up to them, herb tonics and all that sort of stuff, um, before they go away on the truck. But you know, by the time of this hot season in, you know, all your young birds know how to drink and eat on the truck. So, you know, before the birds get let up, you know, waters go back on them. You know, they always know to have a good drink before they go away. Um, you know, everyone does their one percenters at the start of the season, with when their birds are young. You know, make them drink and learn how to drink. Um, you know, when it's drummed into them, it gets a lot easier when the birds are older. Um, but yeah, you know, like it's the the federation are really good. You know, if it's going to be too hot, you know, they will look at what they can do. If there's another colder day before or after, um, to make sure that the birds can definitely get home. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's all about trying to keep on top of it and make sure that the birds yeah. definitely know where the waterers are. You know, everyone's got their own little setups at home where you know, have a fed crate and get the birds drinking and eating out of it before they even start training. So sort of... Yeah, anxious.
0: well, listening to you gives me a bit of confidence that we can do it here in Melbourne, even in the in the hotter weather. And I don't, I don't honestly think that we're going to have a hot summer this year, so I think it should be okay.
17: Yeah, well, that's, you know, look, we... we Our first or well, last race is in the first week of October, October I'm sure it is. Um... But you know, like we've only got like five or six races left, so you know, coming into the hotter weather, you don't want them, you know, coming into like December or that. But you know, it's it's you know, if the weather's different, you know, if it's not too hot, and you have, you know, you could get away with it. Yeah. Um, But it's all about observing what the weather's doing and how hot it really is. Exactly.
0: Now you've got a special guest on the line, so you want to introduce? I think it's something to do with the breeder's plate.
17: Well, what I'll do first, I'll, I'll I actually I'll say the, the results first, and then yep. I'll, I'll, I'll um, go ahead show if I can.
0: Yep, not a problem. So,
17: so what we did, guys. So the Brutus plate. Um, so it was thirty two thousand four hundred dollars total in the sale. Um, so this is just in our club, only like thirty two members. Um, so he raised thirty two thousand four hundred. So first place was Rod Hafley. Uh, Rod's a very well-known gentleman up here our Federation's sheds named after the bloke and yeah, he took it out so uh, Rod won $15,000 for first place and then the man that's on the phone second place is Ken Georgeson um, $7,500 it was his own bird so he gets all that money um, third place was um, Craig McDonald, our president. Um, he gets $3,700. Uh, Paul Roadbotham from Toowoomba, he actually um, bred the pigeon. Uh, fourth place again is Ken Georgeson, uh, $2,000 at fourth. Uh, fifth place He's was again right. Rob Halfley um, from a bloke called down the south side, Steve Drayton. Um, so they collected a $1,000 there. Uh, sixth place was um, Keith Leake and myself, uh, KNL Racing, um, myself breeding the pigeon, so we collected $750. Uh, seventh was um, Origin Lofts, uh, Trent Powley, um, he collected $600. Um, eighth place was Rod Huffley again with a Colin Tinkler pigeon, um, they collect $550. Ninth place was Ian Ketchell, uh, $450. And 10th place was Ian Ketchel again with myself breeding the pigeon. We get 300. So mm. I would like to bring on the show Ken Jordison.
9: Hey, Patrick, how are you? Thank you very much for
17: inviting me on the show this evening. Oh, you're all welcome. Right, mate. Well done. Congratulations.
9: Thank you. Very much appreciated. Yeah, I was um, lucky enough to have the opportunity and participate in the race and uh, managed to uh, get a couple of good positions. So uh, very, very excited about it. Yeah, no, it was good, mate. It was good and a lot of fun down the club on on Sunday. Oh, mate, it was a great time. It was a good atmosphere. Um, plenty of people down there. Uh, people from um, outside of Logan Club itself, which was really good to see. Um, you know, and and it's just fantastic to see what um, you know, uh, Patrick's had a very clear vision for this club in the last um, you know, two years bringing it forward. Um, and you know, I got to commend him and, and the other. Uh, Uh, leaders within our club um who are you know breathing life back into this sport down here and you know it it is an absolute joy to go down to the club and you know enjoy the sport we love socialize with other members uh and and just and just discuss and and talk about birds uh, and and pigeon racing and the sport we love and it's just it's just such a good time to go down there and enjoy and 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 um be with people
17: yeah, no, nah, thanks, mate. No, it's it's it is a good time down there, isn't it? It's um a lot of happiness. Other people outside the the club, you know, supporting it, buying drinks over the bar, and you know, the food and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, it all goes around. So, um, yeah, no, it's it's good times ahead. So, but um with yourself, Ken, you know, hard hard feelings at the start, mate. But mate, talk about turning it around, um mate, I'll take my hat off to you. It's it's fantastic, you know, to do what you've gone through and now look at you. It's it's you know, it's really good effort, mate. You three years in a row, mate, you're flying really well. So
9: Yeah, yeah. Thanks very much, Patrick. If, and if, some of the listeners don't don't know what we actually went through, so um everyone would have heard throughout Australia. Earlier on in the year, I had some serious challenges with the birds. Uh, we had these, um, whatever this disease was or virus or whatever it was, going around up here in Queensland. That went through a few lofts. Uh, I was one of the affected lofts. Um, I lost over forty percent of my birds. I, you know, it was just heartbreaking. There were some really dark days when I thought I was just going to lose absolutely everything. I was on the phone to the vets constantly. You know, a, a big shout out to Dr. Um, Ron. Um, 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 Woodhead, um, where our local um, guy up here, that he came out and did some autopsies for me. Then there was um, uh, uh, Dr. Walker as well, and you know there was just you know constant amount of you know, work trying to figure out what was up with these birds. We we really didn't even get to a, a diagnosis as such, which is unfortunate, and DPI was involved, and it just sort of dragged on and on, and then, you know, I did the best to, you know, to try and stop my birds from dying, everything I could think of, um, and the vets, and then we, um, and then it looked like I was going to lose my, my stock birds as well. Uh, but, I'm, you know, luckily um, I only lost a handful of them and uh, the majority of birds that died in the stock cage were under five years of age and my core group of birds survived. So, you know, there was some dark days and then eventually things started settling out and um, just gave them supportive measures and eventually turned them around and what was left was left. And um, come forward from there and have been extremely fortunate from a year that I thought was going to be a non-event.
17: Mm, yeah, no, definitely, mate. No, it's, yeah, no, like I've, I personally know what you've gone through, mate. We've spoken about it and, mate, it, yeah, it was very hard, you know, at the start it was, yeah, it was hard times. And, mate, after the weekend it's, you know, you look back, you think, jeez, how did I get through that? But, you know... Yeah, it's it's a good feeling, isn't it, though?
9: Oh, look, uh, absolutely. You know, there were some really dark days there, as you know, Pat. I was uh, talking to you and a few other blokes, and you know, you know, there was there was days. You know, you go out there, and and you know, another bunch of birds are dead. You know, another you know some of your favourite birds are just dying left, right, and centre. You felt totally helpless, nothing you could do about it, and it was just it was just it was just so dark. You know, I just I just really. Um, was very anxious every time I got home from work walking out to the cage thinking well you know what's left you know how many have died this time and you know picking up dead birds and throwing them in sacks and freezing them, and then putting them out on the bin a week later so it was just just awful so um, but you know I was fortunate enough to to you know have a few left over at the end and get through it and um, uh, what a blessing you know it is just you know from from where I was to where I am now um, it, it was just absolutely amazing and yeah, it really is. I'm so thankful.
17: Yeah, no, that's it, mate. No, you know, you understand, you know, with, you know, the people in the South with the PMV and, you know, you take, you know, your heart goes out to them, you know, when the PMV really hit, it's, you know, you heard about it but then, you know, yourself going through it and, you know, I've, I know other people that have struggled when things like that go through the loft and, you know, it's very hard to build yourself back up to even go out there and keep going, isn't it? Or...
9: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh,
0: so, Ken, Ken, tell us a little bit about the bird that uh, you got second place with in the breeder's plate. What breeding was it? And um, how did the parents survive all that uh, terrible disease that you had in the loft? How did you pick pick those particular pair to, to pair up and breed that particular pigeon?
9: Well, um Look, uh, when, when I was pairing up, the, so when, I, when, when we were actually inbreeding, I actually got the, uh, the birds actually got the disease um, uh, probably the last, the last round that were coming across to the loft. So the birds were already bred. And the birds are down round um, from some yeah, hard day um, van loons and draw um, sablon uh, and a couple other breeds. That, and it's pretty much just best to best. You know, there, there's no real particular line breeding. It's just best to best, and, um, and and that's worked very well for me. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Everything just went really well, and actually the. The, the, the full nest mate to the one that I, I clocked on the weekend for the Breeders' Play um, was uh, second last week in the Young Bird Derby and only got beaten by about 53 seconds for top in the fed. So uh, really happy with those pair of birds. And uh, my stock birds are getting on in age, so um, I'll probably end up pulling those two up for stock um, and uh, breeding out of them. So they seem to be working for my um, systems.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Um, Charlie Gretch, you got any questions, mate?
9: Yeah, g'day, fellas. How are you, Charlie? Yeah,
11: good, good, good. Um, Well done again, both of you. I mean, the effort that um, these guys do and Patrick with, with the organising of these races and all these events and, you know, again, well done. Um, what can I say, mate? It's it's great to, to hear guys that are really enjoying, you know, their hobby, their sport. Um, and getting together and having their days and nights and at the club rooms there hearing you guys talk. It's really, really good to hear.
9: Yeah, yeah. Look, thanks, so. Look, you know, we just love it. The atmosphere is just awesome down there. And look, look I really feel for you guys um, down in Victoria and obviously Sydney as well, New South Wales. That you know the the struggles you guys are going through because you've been in lockdown, you know, and then open again, then lockdown again, and you haven't been able to race. I think I think Sydney hasn't been able to race for a couple of years, or and you know, now I know I know Victoria is really struggling now to try and get some, uh, you know, races away, you know, sometime of the year, and I know Dr Walker's heavily involved in trying to lobby with the government of how, how we can work this through, and it's not easy, but, you know, it, it must be so challenging for the flyers down there, and I suppose the only... The, the only you know, advice or you know what I could offer is just, um, you know, just just hang in there. You know, um, if you have a look at Europe at the moment, with what's happening on with COVID and the lockdowns, there um, they're now opening up again. Yes, they are getting incidences of obviously COVID, but you know the government's got to the point where everyone's had the opportunity to be vaccinated, and they're they're starting to open up and move forward from there. So, look, I think I think once Australia gives everyone the opportunity to be vaccinated, they'll probably draw a line in the sand and say okay we need to start easing back opening up and we need to get back to some sort of normality um so you know i would i would probably caution anyone who's who's trying to you know probably you know if, if they're thinking about getting out of the the sport or think they've had enough to maybe just rethink and just hang on keep keep a few core birds because things do change and, you know, those opportunities will come again. And then, you know, down the track you might think, oh, geez, I I, I wish I had to keep those birds. And I've been there myself when I actually uh, got out of racing for for a year or so because I had the pigeon lung and then come back in again. But it's so much easier if you just keep a core group of birds in your yard and then, you know, just sort of forget about it, feed them, look after them. And then if you, you know, later down the track when you've had time to, you know, to, to, think about it all you might you might you know enjoy coming and staying in the sport still
0: that was some great advice ken thanks very much for that and and lifting the spirits of the flyers here because i know there's a few people that ring me here in melbourne and they go out to their pigeon loft and sit with their birds and that and they're heartbroken you know some of them oh. some of them ring me up in tears even you know
9: so it's it's very hard yeah look absolutely and look you know i my you know my, my darkest time when you know my birds were actually dying you know it was really really difficult i thought i was going to lose everything um and i didn't Um, and, but I I know like these lockdowns and the financial implications with you guys and all sorts of stuff that's going on. But, you know, the only thing I would suggest is just, just hang in there. Just don't make any rash decisions, make a decision when, when your head's clear and you've had time to think about things. And, but at, at the moment, you know, things will get better. Um, you know the, the the vaccines are getting rolled out now. People are getting vaccinated. The, you know the government's now looking at you know trying to open it, open up. You know hopefully towards the end of the year or early next year. So look, I'll, I I I'm, I'm hopeful and very hopeful that um, and quite confident that you guys will be up and running next year.
0: No, yeah, well I hope so, mate. I hope so. Tony McPherson, you got any questions quickly, mate?
9: Yeah.
10: Uh, listen, congratulations, uh, Ken. You've you, you've been around for a long time, and uh, you've been a very astute fancier. Yeah? And uh, obviously, you've come through rough times earlier this year, and um, you've brought the birds along really well, the ones that you had left, and you've done an an excellent job. Um, and Patrick, um, yeah, mate. Mate, you've always have have a uh, for for a really good pigeon club to to uh, survive and go well, it's got to have a uh, really good people leading the club and excellent people backing backing the club. And the, by the sounds of it, everyone down there is uh, pitching in together and it really really enjoying what's going on. So uh, I congratulate both of you. Um, you you're enjoying your racing. Um, as Ivan said, yeah, we're uh, you know uh, uh, we're looking at a bird. At least we got the birds to look at. Um, at some stage there, uh, Ken, uh, you were looking at uh, maybe not having the birds to look at. But thankfully, everything comes through, and and you and you got there, and you got good results out of the birds. And that, to me, says that you're a very good pigeon man, and uh, well done to you, mate. Well done. Thanks, Tony.
9: Very much appreciated.
17: Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, Tony. No, it's, yeah, no, it's it's good, mate. The only hardest part about the club, mate, is keeping the lollies up to the members, mate, just to keep them happy. It's to cost them <laughs> to. but it costs us a fortune, but it's it's good, you know. It's it's yeah, like, like you know, we've well, what have we got? We've got twenty seven out of thirty two members flying. But yeah, mate, big next, next year's just going to be bigger and better. Like it's it's unbelievable. And you know the the best thing is you know like we had Wayne Reese, like the president for the QPF. You know he actually come down to the presentation on Sunday and sat, sat around the barbecue and you know just had a good chat and you know bounce a few ideas off each other and you know what's the future for the sport. You know that's that's the biggest thing is trying to get everyone to look forward, not backwards. Um, you know like I know people are having hard times I know it's hard but you know like, like I said to a couple of friends down the south you know I know you're not flying it's hard but you know when we get out you know watching your birds come home and they you'll forget about all the hard times and you know it's you try and move on as good as you can in, in yourself but mate you know we're very fortunate up here it's we're, we're having you know great weather great times and You know, I like I keep saying to a couple of the friends down south, you know, I wish they were up here to enjoy it with us, but, um, you know, we're just hopefully everyone can move on and, you know, happy times ahead.
10: Yep. Oh, look, uh, look, you know, you're very fortunate. There's Western Australia there, they're able to race. Uh, Adelaide, they're able to race. Um, Queensland, you're able to race. We've had a couple of little hiccups. Um, Down here we've had quite a few hiccups. Um, Sydney's had a big hiccup. The ACT having a big kick up, Tassie—they're racing. They're, they're they're going gangbusters, the same as you guys. So, um, well done here And look, we'll we'll get back there, and um, we're all positive. Look, look forward to the future, and uh, we'll all get there, and um, we'll uh, we'll have fun. And I'm looking forward to sending some birds up to your. Uh, Brudos plate, uh, mate. Mm, I'd
0: like to send some yeah. up to that breeders plate myself, Patrick. You're doing a yeah. wonderful job up there with the club. Congratulations on that. Keep up the good work, mate. Uh, I thank you and Ken for being on the program. And is there anything else you want to tell us before you go?
17: Um, thanks for having us on, guys. It's you know it's it's good to talk happiness on the radio, and that's you know that's what it's all about too. You know, sharing what we're going through, and you know everyone can hear what we're going through and. You know it's good, but no, if if anyone wants to get in contact with me about sending squeakers up for the sales, you know we've got um the dates out on Facebook hmm. now I'm I am definitely going so.
0: I'm definitely going to send some up because, I'm sitting here looking at 100 rings staring at me in the face and I don't know where I'm going to put them. So sending a few birds, sending a few birds up to you will probably help me get rid of a few of these rings.
17: Yeah, like we said last year, guys, you know, if people want to send birds up, get together. We'll pay for the freight to send them up. Um, You know, like we got a couple of birds up from Adrian Masselli and, you know, it's it's fantastic, you know, it was good to bring... A new blood up to us too, because you know people get excited going. Oh, you know this is from that fly and that fly. You know they get excited. They want to test them out. It's 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 a really good feeling. You know on auction day, it's it's a buzz because you got everyone getting into it and a lot outside people buying them to race them into other people's lofts. It's it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, well, I'll definitely be in that, and Tony will be in that, and i bet you Charlie will be in it as well, won't you, Charlie? Yeah, sure will be. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I think
10: we'll,
0: I think we'll have a
17: big bar to come up. Yeah. Oh, no, that will be fantastic, guys. That will be
0: growing. No, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right, Patrick, thanks very much for being on the program. Thanks to Ken. Uh, excellent, uh, your story, telling us your story and sharing what you've been through. Thanks very much for that. And uh, we'll catch up with you again on Pigeon Radio Australia.
9: All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us on. Very much appreciated. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to
0: take a break right now, and I'm going to play another song from this fantastic Australian artist, Jeff Brown. I mean, he's got such a simple name, but he's got such a great voice and great music and great songs he writes. So, and the the whole family's in on it. The whole family's playing with him and touring with him and, Yeah, so check him out, his name's Jeff Brown and he's a great song that truckies will will really like and it's called More Times Than I Remember Jeff Brown on Pigeon Radio Australia and we'll be back with Western Australia after this
3: Don't Go Away Out back in my trusty old Mac, more times than I remember. Seen scorching drought in the further out and the monsoons in December. Seen lots of snow round Omeo. Seen the sands of Data. Been checked for weight in every state from Cairns to Wangaratta. Six days on the road with an overload while I waited out the scales been in strife with another bloke's wife in a town in new south wales been bogged in blue on the hay plains too in the storms of late november been in a blue full of homemade brew more times than i remember Had a few crook checks from shonks I carted a frightful. Had some quick turnarounds in coastal towns And some loads I've had to wait for Old ugly loads over rough dead roads From Christmas to September Had a bearing go And a tire blow More times than I remember Now I've settled down in a country town And the big wheels roll on by And the full light beams invade my dreams And they will until I die Truckin' days may fade away like a fire's dying amber. I've known tough times, but I've made true mates more times than I remember. Never had me a wife, but I've had a good life. Hard work, it seems, don't matter your health stays fine as it has like mine and my ashes you can scatter where the trucks roll by and the soft wind sigh and the freight slows in december let my mates come by just to show that i am a bloke they all remember let my mates come by just to show that i am a bloke they all remember
8: Natural Pigeon Products are the Australian distributors for Rohnfried Pigeon Products. Rohnfried, a German-based company, is a leading manufacturer of world-class, premium, European racing pigeon products that will help you maintain your racing pigeon's inner health all year round. Contact Natural Pigeon Products on 035-998-1000 and pigeonvitality.com.au Southern FM Sponsor
7: do you want to keep your birds flying high? Rod's Stock Feed and Bird Supplies has everything you need a wide variety of pigeon mixes, avian mixes, grits, mineral blocks, and health supplements. Plus a large range of loft and racing equipment. Phone Rod Churchill on 0409 416 794 or contact Pet Stock Terelgan broad stock feed and bird supplies is a proud supporter of pigeon radio australia
5: southern
6: fm sponsor keep your pigeons healthy with applied nutrition australia number one for all-in-one bird supplements tummy right for pigeons is a nutritional supplement for racing pigeons to support proper functioning of the gastrointestinal tract the applied nutrition range of products is made in australia and sold factory direct to you for top quality products formulated by Australia's leading animal and avicultural nutritionist, visit appliednutrition.com.au.
5: Southern FM sponsor. We have one stock produce and farming supplies. Tarameed. We get racing pigeons racing, horses racing, cattle and poultry feeding. All racing pigeon products and supplements available. We also have live poultry sales. Taramead stock feed and farming supplies. 1227 Holden Road, Tulane Bale. Open seven days a week. Telephone Peter on 0484 340 551. Southern FM sponsor.
4: For all your pigeon requirements, head to Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies. We make our own range of pigeon carry baskets, bird breeding cages, and boxes. We're one of Melbourne's largest suppliers of quality seed, feed, and more you'll find health supplements, minerals and grits for pigeons and other breeds. Visit Thomastown Produce and Pet Supplies at our retail shop in Apex Court, Thomastown or phone 9464 2439. Southern FM sponsor. 88.3 Southern FM.
9: Hi,
5: I'm Peter Tollich.
9: Join me every Thursday at 9am for the Music Director program. Two hours
12: of the newest music from Australia and around the globe. I play all genres of music from Americana to Zydeco with a heavy emphasis on Australian music. So if you like it new like I do and want to stay up to date, lock in 9am Australian Eastern Standard Time every Thursday for the Music Director Program on 88.3 Southern FM, The Sounds of the Bayside.
16: G'day, hello, and g'day. My name's Josh Gatt, and I'm inviting you to come and hang out with me at my show, Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m., and I showcase the very best in new Australian independent music, from punk to folk to indie. Anything goes, as long as you can see it in a filthy band room. Blue Bluestone Sounds. It's Wednesdays, 12 to 2 p.m. Catch you there.
8: You're listening to Pigeon Radio Australia on 88.3 Southern FN, the sounds of the Bayside Melbourne Australia Stop
2: the pigeon stop 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 the pigeon, stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon. Stop the pigeon.
0: And you're tuned to eighty-eight point three Southern FM, the Sounds of the Bayside, which is a great community radio station in Melbourne, Australia, in the southeastern suburbs of Melbourne, Australia. Our website address at Southern FM is www.southernfm.com.au, and you're listening to this great. Racing Pigeon Sporting Program is Pigeon Radio Australia and our website address at Pigeon Radio Australia is www.pigeonmedia.com.au. And Tony McPherson has a guest from Western Australia on the line. I'll let him do the honours. Go ahead, mate. Uh,
10: thank you, Ivan. Um, I'd like to welcome um, the Secretary of the West Coast uh, uh, Pigeon Federation in, in Dom Breen. Uh, welcome aboard there, Dom. How you doing, Tony? How to be you. Yeah, very well. Yeah, yeah. Listen, mate, uh, you and I uh, first met down at the Danny Long Rooms um, a few years back when you were racing. Yeah, we did. To it. Yeah. Met- met- and um, then you made the, the bold move over to WA. So uh, fill us in. Uh, what made you move over there? And um, fill us in about the, the West Coast. At that stage, it was the West West Coast yeah. Combine. Just, just a bit of yeah. history,
13: Tony.
18: You want a bit of my personal history there, Tony? Good man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can tell us why we went out of it. You did. Yeah, no. um, uh, I really had a great time in Melbourne. <clears throat> I moved there in '95. I started racing around 2013-14 with the VHA for three years. I then moved to uh, the Greater Melbourne and flew with the, the Metropolitan Racing Pigeon Club um, and had a great time over there at the Dandelion Club. I um, uh, had modicum of success, um, uh, got divorced and got married again and decided to move to West Australia about th- uh, three years ago, approximately. Yeah. And uh, and started flying to uh, someone else's law because I moved here in... Uh, February and of course you can't get a loft up and race at that time because racing starts about May time, end of May so I raced to another Pigeon Flyers Loft uh, who happened to be from Ireland as well, uh, Joe Darcy (laughs) (laughs) and um, raced with him, got to know a few people and found out about the West Coast Pigeon Combine which started about two years previous to that um, uh, uh, to, to give uh, West Australia Flyers an option from the PRFWA yep. so I decided to get involved in that and, and uh, one reason was that I think the Greater Melbourne uh, broke away from the VHA and started up their own little fed there and I thought well this is a similar situation so got involved there and um, started flying to my own loft um, bought bought a place over here with a big block. Simple reason: racing pigeons uh, in a good location for the race points that I I knew about. So basically, I bought the house to suit the racing. Basically,
10: <laughs> and you, well, that's the, a typical pigeon fly.
18: Typical. Yeah, pigeon correct. Fly, the big, big, <laughs> big, a uh, small house
10: and a big back garden. Oh, well, that's even better. Yes, yeah, correct. Better. correct. Now, the, the West Coast, uh, of course, is now a federation. How it is indeed, yeah. Are, how many members are, are flying there? And uh,
18: flying we, flying we, have a, we only have a small amount of the members. Um, we, we are associated with the Central Racing Pigeon Club, yep. also with uh, Wanneroo Racing Pigeon Club, who, who, is, who, who, are, who weren't in existence but started up again this year and yes. will be racing with us next year. So I suppose our total membership you could put down as only a small amount of 15, maybe 16 members. But we do invite other people in during the year because we have um, we have a, a series of two two series races. One is a short series, and the second yeah. one is a longer series. So we race, we race for
10: money. Yep, yep. Now, I understand that also you've got um, Busselton, the Busselton guys, okay go with you, and Correct. also the Bumpers.
18: Bunbury and, and Bunbury, guys. correct? Yeah, uh, that's correct. Yeah, uh,
10: and, and of course they they got small numbers of flies as well. And they, they do. Yeah,
18: small teams, we uh, uh, yeah we we uh, we invite any anybody who raises pigeons to toss with us or race with us. Um, yeah. uh, uh and Bunbury do that on a regular basis, depending on the on the length of race, and they also I think they also go as you said before with the PRF on different longer longer races as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we, we've set up a program where uh, uh, we have a four-week pre-season tossing program from our truck, which, uh, which, ed- which educates the birds on the truck, water-wise, uh, and not feeding because it's only short distance, but water-wise and get used to the, the baskets, et cetera, for the first four weeks before the racing season starts and then we get into a couple of uh, shorter races, and then we get into a series of seven races early on, which you can drop one, um, and the prize money for them seven series is in around minimum $3,000 for Series 1 and $3,000 for Series 2. So uh, we we have a fairly good, very good competitive race program, and different people can fly in them to just have to pay a fee, to enter. So it's not only the West Coast members or, or central members that can fly, it's other members from the Whatley Club Fly, Riverton, uh, Sound and uh, UD Club.
13: It so we don't... A,
10: yeah. yeah. Uh, like an open sort of a um, invitation.
18: Right. Yeah, we're not, yeah. We, don't, we don't restrict people because they're not in, in the Federation to race yep. in some races. We just, we invite people to race in them and with a fair course of art. Yeah, 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 yeah,
10: yep. No, that sounds yep. very good actually. It's uh, yep. open-ended and Correct. Uh, Correct. It, allows, it allows people to race yep. in uh, yep. like PRS and also yep. your own set and Correct. Uh, it's very open-ended and what yep. may not shoot in one set may shoot in the other. Um, Correct. On the, <coughs>
13: yeah,
18: we, we, give, we give them an option Tony, basically we give them an option to uh, to the PRF um, yeah. and it's, we have a different sort of, a different way of flying we actually, uh, on our tossing we charge 50 cents a bird no limitation um, and we don't charge a fee for tossing at the start of the season, it's not involved yeah. in our fee so you just pay as you go if you want to send birds, you do if you don't want to send birds, you don't
10: no that, no, that sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's straightforward, straightforward. Yeah. Now, Tom, you also had a uh, a money yeah. race over there. We
18: did, um, we did. Way. we Correct. That went very, very well, actually. <clears throat> it went very, very well. We, we uh, it was suggested, yeah, the, the the way it was suggested, we only had it this year, um, it was yeah. suggested at one of the meetings, the West Coast meetings last year that, there was this uh, 5k, I didn't know anything about it uh, until it was brought up at the meeting. It was a 5k ring race uh, yep. initially. And I said, well, what's that? How does that work? And they explained to me that 100 rings were put into a hat. Um, you Anybody who wanted to be in the 5k race would put their hand in, the, in, in and took out as many rings as they could afford to buy. And the, the, the way it works is if you if you pick out number one ring, you pay one hundred dollars for that ring. If you pick out one hundred, you pay a hundred dollars for that ring. So basically, you walk in the budget. Five yeah. hundred. Sorry, ring number five hundred. No, there's not a five hundred. There's only one to a hundred, and we were only we were only expecting to sell one hundred because okay. it initially it was only started as I said last year. However. Yes. We got to a stage where we were going, oh, we're getting a bit of we're getting a bit of traction here. So we decided to extend it to a 10k race, and see if we send sell 200 rings. Yeah. So basically, we got to that stage and we sold 200 rings. Um, so we raced this year for 200 uh, or for ten thousand dollars. The yeah, prize money awesome. ranged in sixteen. We wanted to give everyone a bit of a shot. So we had 16 prizes uh, going from $3,000 initially, the winner down to, I think, $100 was the 16th place. So you could win, uh, yeah, the rings, the rings you bought, obviously you put on your youngsters, you trained them, and you got them ready for the race, and you put them in the race. So to to give the birds a little bit of cover, we, we decided to have our young bird derby on the same day.
13: Yeah.
18: Because, yep. you know yourself, not everyone's going to keep their birds. Uh, they might lose them through pred- predation or whatever. Um, so we decided to have the young bird there be- on the same day, which walked out a treat. Walked out a treat. It was very, very good. Sounds yeah,
10: good. Yeah. And, and, right. different,
18: and, and, and the money was divided out um, very, very, uh, what would you call it, uh, randomly. So not 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 everybody won ten prizes or whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, I kind of, So yeah. so the prize money was ha- was given out to the people who won, obviously, but uh, it was it was uh, distributed out pretty 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 much so. Uh, that
10: can't can't be good, uh, sounds like it is a good. Yeah yeah yeah. Situation. Well,
18: gives gives everybody a shot basically. Oh, I
10: know last year contacted me and asked me if I would a, a term of birds, but yeah. <laughs> We with the no, everything nah, out it
18: was like very, that. it was very, very difficult. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, but yeah. as I said, the, 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 the federation uh, got its uh, constitution passed. I think uh, only last end of January or so. We took about, yeah. it took about nine months, nine or ten months to actually finalize the um, the, the, the 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 constitution. Um, yeah. And the reason for that was that we adopted the PRF. Uh, constitution. I thought that'd be okay, and, and submitted it. And it took about nine or ten months. It came back to us about three times uh, for modifications. So uh, there was something wrong with the constitution. It wasn't, it wasn't major, but there was definitely some situations there. So we we got uh, we got the the, the associations branch uh, sometime around January February this year. Now now, Don,
10: you yes. were talk, I was talking to you today in regards to the. Carnarvon. Now, you were telling me that the the shire of Carnarvon... Carnarvon, yeah, yeah. ...they've banned the racing of pigeons from, or the release of pigeons from there.
18: From um, Carnarvon and surrounding areas.
10: Yeah, so fill us in with what's going on there.
18: Well, um, <clears throat> I've made I've an made inquiry I'm uh, keeping... Um, I, since I've spoken to you, I've I've been in touch with our secretary and vice uh, president and vice vice president, and also the PRF uh, Brian Brennan, the president of the West of Pigeon Racing Federation, yes. and I, I express my my um, uh, surprise is is a small word for it uh, <laughs> in that in uh, in the sense that I was very disappointed that that actually happened without uh, mm-hmm. without any the PRF or the West Coast being informed of the decision. So it was basically, they turned up to last week's race on a Saturday from Carnarvon at the the, the allocated uh, race uh, release point, and they were confronted by two rangers from Carnarvon to inform them that you cannot release pigeons in the Carnarvon area. Now, that's the information I have. I don't know the full details of it, but I know that they were uh, accost- not accosted, but uh, approached by two rangers saying, You cannot release <laughs> it's the pigeons oh, here. Where did they end up uh, releasing the
10: birds
18: there, Tom? Uh, I, I don't know. A shorter distance away from the Carnarvon area. I actually mm-hmm. don't know the full details of that as yet. But uh, I did have a discussion with Brian Brennan, and we are taking it further we're going to bring it to the government um, for uh, an explanation of some kind. I believe the situation is that Carnarvon Shire are going to send uh, an explanation to Brian um, by email or by post, probably email, uh, in the next two or three days. So I know uh, more the next two or three days, yeah.
10: That sounds interesting. I know that... um, up at Mildura,
18: that we had the same problem up there. That
10: we're not allowed yeah. to release pigeons in the
18: uh, in the Absolutely. area. You were saying that today, yeah. yeah, today. So it's a bit of a uh, well. Uh, 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 as I said before, Tony. It's, my point is, if 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 this if this happens and we are not informed about it, uh, we are we are associations, um, um, not for profit organisations, um, yeah. and our government or government um, uh, admitted to the association, we should be informed yes. if it affects our situation, and it does affect our situation. Oh, yes, it
10: certainly does. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I'd like to keep going, but uh, we're short of time at the moment, so i go ahead to you back on again, and yeah, that's um, fine. Um, I know that you're still racing, and uh, I think next yep. week we'll try and get yourself... The uh, Bunbury boys on, and also the Butchelton boys, and yeah, no problem. Yeah, we'll try and get the lot of the on, and we can have a really good jack. Yeah,
18: I, right? I, uh, I can, keep you up to date on next week because uh, uh, we are, we were, we were, we were going to race from Carnival next week that was our race point, and we've had to change that now.
10: Yeah, that's a bit of a nuisance. But
18: look, mm. Dom, um, yeah, Charlie, have you got anything to ask of, Dom? No, no, I'm, I'm just—it's my first time on radio, so uh, it's a little bit of a shock for me. However, uh, quite enjoyed it, and uh, glad to get in touch with you guys and give you a little bit of refreshment uh, in that—in the sense of you're restricted over there, we're not. Um, uh, but it's hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, you get back to square one and get your racing going before the end of the season. We all hope for that,
10: Dom. Absolutely. Happy
18: racing over there, brother. Enjoy. And you too. And, we'll, uh, be, we'll be your talking support. to you and your, you and your, you and your supporters.
10: <laughs> no worries, mate. Well, all the best, And
18: Enjoy. Best. Speak to you soon, Tony. Okay. Cheers, mate. All right. All
0: right. Stay safe. Thanks. Thanks very much for being a part of Pigeon Radio. And before we say goodbye here on Pigeon Radio Australia, I want to play one more song, and uh, this is a funny song that I think people found funny when I posted it on uh, Facebook on my profile. And it's a song that uh, Peter Tolich, our music director from Southern FM, sent me. Thanks very much, Peter, for sending me these new songs. They're a great help. Uh, and I'm keeping people up to date with uh, new Australian music, which is a good thing. So thanks to Peter Tolich for that. But anyway, Murray Cod Waltz.
15: No need to hurry down on the Murray. Where the life giving waters pass by From shade of a tar, or your hook is carp While the old Murray cod dines and flies Webherds sit it out and carp talk about The lure of life, what's true or false And each one does wish that they were the fish Doing the Murray cod waltz Doing the Murray cod waltz Doing the Murray Card Waltz At a fishy party Dining on body Away from the surf and the souls Doing the Murray Card Waltz Doing the Murray Card Waltz Down at Malwella there's no shark or tailor Hooked on the Murray Card Waltz If you hate how he spits out your beat, then drop him a line, show how you feel. A gentle old fish, and he's quite a dish. On a scale of 1 to 10, he's ideal. But the Murray Cod is a very strange bud, finds danger just quickens his pulse. He'll dance to Strauss with worm wood Louse, doing the Murray Cod waltz. Murray cut waltz, doing the Murray cut waltz, had a fishy party, dining on body away from the surf and the source. doing the Murray cut waltz, doing the Murray cut waltz, down at Melwiler there's no shark or tailor, hooked on the Murray Cudwalls. Fish of such taste, there's little to waste Much better than chicken or bunnies When he's at school, the cod's really cool With big jagger lips and his sunnies His footwork's not great, one thing I hate He seems to get by with no faults A fart and a cough, he'll be showing off Doing the marico waltz Doing the Murray walls, Waltz. Yeah, doing the Murray Cod Waltz. At a fishy party. Dining on body. Away from the surf and the salts. Doing the Murray walls, Waltz. Yeah, doing the Murray Cod Waltz. Down at Mel There's no shark or tailor. Hooked on the Murray Cod Waltz. Get yeah, down at Malwella, There's no shark or tailor hooked on the Murray Cod walls. Across Melbourne, this is eighty-eight point three Southern FM. All right, uh,
0: all right, fellas, it's time to say uh, goodbye. And uh, first of all, I'd like to say goodbye. I happen to get him back on the line. Mr. Tony
10: Barbara. Goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, B-1. Goodbye, Pink Panther. And goodbye to everybody around the world.
0: Yes, goodbye, Tony. And uh, look after yeah. yourself, mate. And uh, you heard what Michael said. Keep those birds going because we're going
10: to race. i uh, we don't uh, race now, they should, uh, we should race early uh, next year. Those bears are good for next year, really? on the races.
0: Yeah, well, maybe. We'll see what happens anyway. We'll see what yeah, happens, they, mate.
10: They should think about that, which they not?
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. All right, and it's goodbye to Mr. B1, Tony McPherson.
10: Uh, goodbye, Ivan. Goodbye, Tony. Goodbye. Uh, see you later, uh, Charlie. Uh, the pin and... Keep
0: safe, and uh, Charlie, mate. uh, You got any word on uh, whether uh, Wallen will be able to uh, get up and running with those Wanthangi races again? And uh, goodbye to you too.
11: Um, We've got something on the cards, um, like always. So um, stay tuned for Monday's show.
0: Oh, that sounds very interesting.
11: Alright, so um All right, I'll let here you we know.
0: go. The, the the Pink Panther is on the on the move.
11: That's the one. So um, <laughs> yes. Until then, see you later and see you next week.
0: All right, uh, Charlie, thanks very much. See you later and uh, goodbye to you. And uh, you can catch Pigeon Radio Australia on the same time, same station here on 88.3 Southern FM, the sounds of the Bayside. And we'll catch you next week on Pigeon Radio Australia. So stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon, stop the pigeon,
2: stop the pigeon.